I'm Samantha Sheris, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, October 20th. Here are today's headlines. After three rounds of voting, there is still no Speaker of the House. And now there isn't a GOP nominee. Our colleague Mary Margaret Olihan reports that during a secret ballot today, House Republicans reportedly voted to remove Republican Ohio Representative Jim Jordan as the GOP nominee for Speaker of the House of Representatives. Republicans held the closed-door vote this afternoon after Jordan failed to win enough support in a third vote, Fox News reported. According to Punchbowl's Jake Sherman, Jordan lost in a 112 to 86 vote. And shortly after, Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma announced that he is seeking the leadership role. Republican Representative Jack Bergman of Michigan also expressed openness to the role, according to Axios. The congressman posted on X this afternoon, House Republicans shouldn't be leaving town for the weekend. We need to lock ourselves in a room and elect the 56th Speaker of the House. Minnesota Republican Representative Tom Emmer, who is currently the majority whip, also said he will run for Speaker. Punch Bowles, Jake Sherman also said. Sherman also posted to X that Kevin McCarthy, the former House Speaker, has endorsed Tom Emmer for the position. The Hill's Emily Brooks posted to X that Florida Republican Representative Byron Donalds is also running for speaker. Brooks noted in a separate ex-post that the new GOP candidates must file by Sunday at noon. A GOP candidate forum will be held on Monday at 6.30 p.m., and there will be an internal GOP vote Tuesday morning at 9. During the third round of voting this morning, Jordan obtained 194 votes from Republicans. House Majority Leader Hakeem Jeffries had 210 votes from Democrats, and 25 Republicans opted to vote for candidates other than Jordan. Before the vote, former Speaker Kevin McCarthy nominated Jordan for House Speaker, praising him as a leader, a listener, and a fighter. Stay tuned. We are approaching the two-week mark since Hamas launched an attack against Israel on October 7th. The Wall Street Journal reports that since then, over 1,400 Israelis have been killed, and Hamas officials have said upward of 3,700 Palestinians have been killed. Today, President Joe Biden requested $14.3 billion in aid for Israel. The request includes funding for air and missile defense, military financing, and embassy support, according to NPR. NPR reports that Biden also requested $9.15 billion in humanitarian aid that includes support for Israel, Gaza, and Ukraine. With regard to some positive news relating to the war, two Americans who were being held hostage by Hamas have been released. Fox News reports that the mother and daughter who were being held hostage have been identified as Judith and Natalie Renan. We will keep you updated as the war between Israel and Hamas continues. In related news, President Biden compared Hamas to Russian President Vladimir Putin and stressed America's interest in supporting both Ukraine and Israel as the two nations are under siege during a primetime Oval Office speech on Thursday. That's according to reporting from our colleague Fred Lucas. Biden said Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. 
They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy, completely annihilate it. The president added, Hamas's stated purpose for existing is the destruction of the state of Israel and the murder of the Jewish people. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. Hamas uses civilians as human shields. And innocent Palestinian families are suffering greatly because of that. Biden moved on to talk about Russia continuing war with Ukraine. Let's take a listen to some of his comments via the White House's YouTube. Meanwhile, Putin denies Ukraine has or ever had real statehood. He claims the Soviet Union created Ukraine. And just two weeks ago, he told the world that if the United States and our allies withdraw, and if the United States withdraw, our allies will as well, military support for Ukraine would have, quote, a week left to live, but we're not withdrawing. Biden, twice in the speech, stressed that U.S. troops would not be sent abroad for the conflicts and that providing weapons and financial assistance to the countries will keep the United States out of conflicts. You can check out Fred's full article in today's show notes. Our colleague Tyler O'Neill reports that the Heritage Foundation's oversight project is requesting any documents sent or received by Nejwa Ali, a former spokeswoman for the Palestinian Liberation Organization's now defunct U.S. delegation in her official capacity at the Department of Homeland Security. DHS put Ali on leave Thursday after the Daily Wire reported on her history with the PLO, which the U.S. has designated a terrorist group, and her social media post reading F. Israel. Ali serves as an adjudication officer at the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services Department. The Oversight Project filed a Freedom of Information Act request Wednesday demanding all communications, including emails, text messages, and messaging app chats sent or received by Nishwa Ali with specific terms related to Israel and Palestine. Heritage Oversight Project Director Mike Howell told the Daily Signal Thursday, Our asylum system is an international embarrassment and a key driver of the mass importation into the United States of individuals who do not belong here. It's not a surprise that is the case when you have a pro-Hamas individual in a decision-making capacity. Howell asked, Who knows who she let through the cracks? DHS did not respond to the Daily Signal's request for comment by publication time. You can check out Tyler's full report in today's show notes. And for our final story today, Gallup reported that media confidence in the U.S. is on par with record lows from 2016. A recent poll, which was conducted September 1st to September 23rd, revealed more Americans have no confidence in the media at all than the percentage with a great deal or fair amount of trust. Looking at partisan lines, Gallup found that Democrats' trust in the media has fallen 12 points in the last year alone. 58% of Democrats have a great deal or a fair amount of trust and confidence in mass media to report the news fully, accurately, and fairly while only 29% of independents and 11% of Republicans hold this view. These findings are on trend with previous Gallup polls that have recorded low trust in the federal government, as well as in the honesty and ethics of journalists in the mass media. You can check out Gallup's full findings in today's show notes. 
And that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance, make sure you check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Virginia Allen will be sitting down with football coach Joe Kennedy to discuss his book, Average Joe, the coach Joe Kennedy story, and explain why he chose to take a stand for religious freedom. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.